This podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. We pay our respects to the traditions and storytelling of the Bunwaring people of the Kulin Nation, their elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. She is a fat Suck on your own fucking head. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show stuff. She's a mammoth. He needs some milk. Idiot. That was the longest bloody week of my life without the podcast. A slight hiatus. Slight hiatus. We were going to One Direction, you all. I know. Sorry, guys. That was my fault. But we're back. We're We're back. Back Back and better than ever, I think. Yeah. Holly has a Ghani vest on. I was going to say jumper, but sweater vest. Sweater vest. Yes. She's just a hot girl. <laughs> We're really stepping our pussies up. We are. We're, we are. We're stepping We're up. We're stepping our pussies up. Yes. <laughs> um so Alrighty. we're gonna do questions this week. Yes. We got sent some Honest, okay, so look, <laughs> some of them were really bad and I didn't get as many as I thought that I would. I thought people would be excited about it, but they weren't. I was, see, I was preparing for some like hate mail. Right. Like, um, fake fans. Um, okay. Like people that I maybe went to school with that just were a little oh. bit jelly. And, <gasps> but, but I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't get any. So yeah. thank you for being really mature. Yeah. 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 Well, mine weren't really that mature. Shout out to you, Trouble, <laughs> for spamming me. Asking if my pussy popped. Of course it does. Anyway. <laughs> and oh, I just got, I got some Kumi vibe ones. Oh, I'm just like, it's very much Kumi. It's, isn't yeah. It? And I was like, guys, this is for a professional outlet. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding. Look, some of them are really weird. Yeah. That I will not be answering. Um, but a lot of them are very good. Yeah. So we'll get into that. Um, fave and flop of the week though. Um, Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go. Okay. So, my fave this week is Sabrina Carpenter's new album, Emails I Can't Send. You know Sabrina Carpenter? Yes, I I do. Girl Meets World fame, but also the Olivia Rodrigo. That's why I don't like it. You don't like Sabrina Carpenter? No. Okay, well... I have been a Sabrina stan for many years, so I love her. And her album is really amazing. And I'm going to do a dramatic reading of my favourite lyrics. <clears throat> How long is now, this going to go for? Not very long. Okay. Now I'm a home wrecker. I'm a slut. I've got death threats filling up semi-trucks. Tell me who I am because I don't have a choice. All because I liked a boy. She really went there with that one. Okay. I tried to look for the best and the worst, but like, fuck me, that caused a commotion. Oh, that's very good. I will give it to her. That's good. Yeah. I wonder how many things you think about before you get to me. That is so good, man. Yeah. That really hit me deep. Anyway, he's good for my heart, but he's bad for business. <laughs> she really. I get that. I, yeah. I, I really fuck with that because business women. And this are, is yeah. this is my favorite. You used a fork once. Turns out forks are fucking everywhere. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. So, highly recommend that album. It's really, really fucking good. Like, she really, she really did that. Again, she stepped her pussy up. She, all the girls are out here girling. Yeah. Right now. 
The so. girls are going. Woo! Yeah. What's your favorite of the week? Um, my favorite of the week was an acting class that I did. <gasps> oh my Thursday. god! Yeah, Miss Clown. Yeah. Clown. So we did a clowning class, and I'm very against like um, um, like theater acting. Oh. You know, like I'm like fuck that. Just get up and read the fucking script. Okay. Feel how you feel. Okay. Just do it. Like it's really okay. not that hard. Let's not talk about anyway. So I was okay. slightly sceptical getting into this clowning class, yep. but the teacher that we have, um, she's great. Shout out Kesty. Love you, Kesty Marassi. She's a friend of the pod. She's also a friend of the pod, yeah. Um, and she very much has a similar mindset to me. Well, I was I have a similar we mindset to her, her to her because she knows what she's doing. Like the girls are going, like oh, she's yeah. a booked woman. Yes. Um, and she's very much like a no bullshit approach when it comes yes. to scripts. Like she's like just fucking just do it. Get up and say it. Say it, right? Yeah. So she, when she said she was doing a climbing class, I was like, look, this is actually probably going to be really beneficial and actually fun. And it was probably the best two and a half hours I had of the week. It was wow, so, it was that's so much fun. So yeah, even if like you don't even act, highly recommend doing climbing classes. Like that is fun. Yeah. I recommend acting classes to anyone really, because gets it's just like, gets, yeah, it gets you out of your comfort zone. It's really fun. You can't act like that anywhere else in the world. Like, yeah. A crazy person. Uh-huh. It's a safe environment. It's great. Yeah. Um, what's Love your flop? That. My flop is doing ten shows in nine days. That's fucked up. I really wouldn't recommend it in six different locations. Um, that we either had to fly to or drive to. We ended up having a five and a half hour drive on the weekend. That's disgusting. Because it was a landslide. Um, what? On the way to Port Macquarie from Tamworth. Oh. So Tamworth's in the middle of New South Wales, and we yeah. had to get to Port Macquarie, which is what my my dog was born in Tamworth. Oh my god, cute. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, slay. That's why you called him Woody. Yeah. Country, country boy. Country boy. <laughs> Kill me. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it was a four hour drive, which already killed me. Oh. But it ended up being five and a half. Are you in like a tiny little car or is it? Nah, it was like, it's a seven seater. Oh, okay. Car. Yeah. Eight seater car, whatever. Um, and there was only three of us in it. Oh, four. But we had to stop and like rearrange the cars because... The guys in the truck left two hours earlier than us, got to this point where they couldn't go any further because of this landslide and had to drive back like an hour to meet us. So I'm like, shout out to them who have to do that. But like, yeah, annoying. Yeah. Two alive, man. Two alive is interesting. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. No. I'll just say that. Um, But yeah, that's a lot of shows in nine days. Um. But yeah. Okay. That's that's that. Okay, can I tell you uh, my flop of the week? It actually happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're at work, whatever. It's kind of like, it's busy, but it's not busy. You know, yep. we, we did well in our budget, but like there weren't very many people. Okay, this couple walk in. Oh no, not another couple. Um, probably, probably in his 50s. Yep. Um, the wife is probably similar age to him, but she dressed like she was probably in her 20s, ready to go to like Love Machine oh, vibes. Like skinny ripped jeans on. Okay. Ugly wedges, probably like a fake Gucci belt. Okay. Um, and a YSL bag was probably fake, but oh. anyway. Yeah. Visualize him. He's wearing um, like speed dealer sunglasses, oh. but they're like silver rimmed. Oh, um, and then okay. he's got like some ugly sneaker on, mm. and then he's got a Versace. Dressing robe on. No, he doesn't. Not like, in public. Not in public. Yeah. Like no. what Jeffree Star wears in yeah. his like, YouTube videos. 
That is heinous. Oh heinous. my god. Yeah, mm. I literally have to like, take a double look. Anyway, so what the, the first thing. So you public? would think, right? The way mm. they perceive they're trying to, you know, come out to the world. You know, you'd think, oh, they've got money. But I mean, yeah, no taste. Like mm. you might have all the money in the world, but baby, you had no taste. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Or the only you taste, tell them. The only taste they had was in their mouths. Anyway, mm. um, so he walks upstairs and goes, "Do you guys have any discounts?" Ooh. And I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> ah. And I go, no, he goes, oh, on like suit sets? And I'm like, no, we don't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you can go to the DFOs for that. Yeah, this is not DFO, babe. This is a full price store. Right, but you have your Versace. In a strip shopping mall, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't understand. Then he's looking at our like velvet suits, tuxes, whatever. And he goes, well, I guess I won't be getting married then. What? Mm. <laughs> and then there was this other couple in the shop and they were like, Looked over, like, who's this wanker? What? And I literally just laughed. I went, <laughs> have a good day, guys. <laughs> like, what a wanker. And then, like, this woman was like, did he seriously just say that to you guys? I was like, yeah. yeah. She's like, in that Versace robe? Don't think so. Like, <laughs> Queen, she's one yeah, of us. She should one of us. Like, she heard it all. She was like, what the fuck was that? Anyway, yeah, just so interesting. I'm like, you know, here you are, you know, draped in your designer. And you're asking for a discount, which is nothing wrong with that. But then, like, when I said there's, like, no discounts or deals on a suit, you then walk out and go, guess what? It doesn't make a difference in my life if you get married or not. No. Maybe you shouldn't be having a wedding if you can't afford a suit. <laughs> no, you tell them. Yeah, you tell them. You her. tell them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's that was my that's was like, weird. That is so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was such a weird moment. We were like, did we just, did we just hear that? Like, <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? Like, what? what, what what outcome do you want? Anyway, so that was my flop of the week. I was like, People Dude. really confuse me sometimes. Yeah, I was like, like hey, change that damn robe. What is that behaviour? That is for the bedroom and bedroom only. Like, thank you. But even then, it's yeah, a Yeah, mm. it's a bit heinous. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. anyways, Ooh. that was my flop of the week. Wow, great flop. Yeah. I love the retail story flop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so many flops. I think every week there's been like a retail story flop. Yeah. I love it. I hate retail. Oh, God, me too. All right. Let's get it going. Okay. Yes. Okay, first question. Quite a good one. How are you both staying motivated since leaving full-time? Okay. And for, for those who, like, aren't dancers full-time, it's, like, what we call, like, uni. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah, it's our training, but it's, like... Eight hours a day. Like yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like, what were our hours? We were 8.30? There, I was 8 a.m. Okay. 8 a.m. to 4.30, and then we probably finished at 5 most days. Okay, yeah, okay. So, it's, like, yeah. They're the hours, and you do that five days a week. Um, just for context. Uh, anyway, how am I staying motivated after full time? I, I feel like I've got like a, a very different experience of finishing full time because I am in a show band that is touring Australia, which is like my only job at the moment. And I started that when I was still doing full-time. So when we were still on Zoom, I was touring with this show. Um, So that's kind of like an extraordinary experience, having like a job straight out of full-time, which is like performing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been occupied with that every week. But um, it's hard to stay motivated in like – a musical theatre sense. Did I just get... We both got the same Social episode. Saturday. And you know... Oh, Team Sweat. Open up. What was no, that? Baby. It's... Um, cuts out. Rebel. <gasps> Fuck. 
fuck them. Oh, fuck Rebel. Fuck we that. Just, we, just got a, we just got a text at the same time. <laughs> we just got a text at the same time for that this gym that we both did with Brody. And it was horrible. We're never going back We're never there. going back there. It was a cult. It was terrible. We're never going back there. Um, soon? No. No. I find it hard to stay motivated for musical theatre in particular because I can't go to class during the week because I'm like exhausted or I'm touring. Mm-hmm. So it's like hard to get to classes consistently and get myself seen. But I have been, I've got a really, really amazing agent. And so I do auditions every week. So that's, you just kind of, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm in not a like normal, like place mm-hmm. that all graduates are in yes because not everyone is fortunate enough to have an agent straight out of full-time or a performing job straight out of full-time yeah I think um since leaving full-time I had like a plan that obviously didn't happen mm. um and you know I was injured still and like still recovering and only like Last Thursday, I was told, like, you can start getting back into, like, a Pilates class. So, yeah. like, a good four or five months, I haven't been able to, like, do anything besides mm. my acting and my singing, which has yeah. been completely fine. I've been still training that. Um, but I think, like, having an injury has, like, kept me motivated because, like, I've had this time to, like, rethink a lot of my habits and stuff like that. And I almost have, like, this fire up my ass. That's good. Now to like um like catch up, be like, well, they're in class, they're in class, they're in class. Okay, well, I need to be there now. Yep. Like, um, a lot of the time now, like people are booking musicals if you're going to like a certain choreographer's class, mm. um, consistently. So I think like once I'm like good to go and go back to like a full on dance class, I think that's like, yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. I, yeah, it's just, it's hard because, like, it's been so disruptive for us over the past, like, two, three years mm-hmm. and, like, trying to find, like, a sweet spot with, like, training and working. Yeah. Um, and now with that like, COVID stepping up again, that COVID stepped up its pussy again. I know. Running rampant. Miss um, COVID. Like, another musical's been, like, recently we're not, like, we're calling it quits on in august type thing they're kind of like it's just too uncertain at the moment um so again like with covid being a big thing now it's like well now some musicals are like going backwards again and like Mm. having to suspend their national tours of shows yeah um but yeah i think also being surrounded by people that are like motivated as well Mm. and who are like doing singing lessons or like yeah. you know what I mean like you're able to like talk about it every week and true like, we have a lesson every week yeah consistently yeah. so like I'm able to like talk to my friends about like what happened in my lesson or like you know what I mean just like mm. you're not always constantly talking about it but just like talking to each other about like how auditions are going what auditions yeah. like you've been to or whatever yeah. um it's just good to like have that conversation with people every week because mm. it kind of like holds you accountable yeah um but yeah, like, I know a lot of people do struggle with like not being very motivated after full time because you don't have that schedule, you don't mm-hmm. have that timetable, yeah. and people yeah. like holding you accountable. Yeah. You gotta hold yourself accountable. Exactly, I would say yeah, hold yourself accountable. I got this um, app called ClassPass, and it's got a bunch of different studios on it, like Pilates Workout, whatever studios. Yeah. Barry's is on there, yada yada yada, and like it's cheaper than if you book through 
each studio individually because you like pay for credits and then a, a class will be a certain amount of credits and they do like discounts on them all the time and so you're paying less but you can have a schedule that's like got different classes every day kind of thing and you don't have to pay for memberships of places yes and so I would recommend doing that because I just would recommend having a schedule if that's something that you need and you're going to be motivated with it I would recommend like being like no on a Tuesday at 7 30 a.m I always go to this class and then you're set up for your day and like you've already done a Pilates class in the morning you're feeling good or you have like you're singing lesson at a certain time every week and you're like that's what I'm going to do every single week yeah. to look forward to and to like keep yourself on track. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my advice. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think of like other things. Yeah. Having mentors as well. True. It's really important. So, to that's like, a great one. It's also really important to like network in your final year of like training, yeah. whatever it might be, yeah. because they're the people like you're going to have to go to eventually for advice if you're feeling like mm. trapped or yeah. not motivated or whatever. Yeah. Having like, for example, um, Tim, I had mm-hmm. him consistently every week. I mean, last year I was having him twice a week because mm-hmm. I just was like, let's step it up, you know, yeah. like I'm in my final year. And like, he holds me accountable. He's he's always like, okay, great. Um, make sure you work on this and this and this for next lesson. Yeah. And then the next week he'll be like, okay, great. We're going to run this song. Yeah. Or how are you going with this script? How are you going with, you know, finding new representation? How yeah. are you going with, you know what I mean? Having a, a strong bond with a teacher is very important. That is really important. Because at the same time, because as much as I'm doing it for myself, I'm also like, I don't want to let Tim down. Yeah. Like, he has worked his ass off with me. Like, mm. I don't want to let him down every lesson That's and not beautiful. work on things. Yeah. So, yeah, and also, like, acting again, like, going to acting classes and making mm-hmm. sure that, like, I mean, if you're not into acting, so be it. But, like... Um, that's definitely a career path like I want to go down. Yeah. So yeah, finding teachers that you mesh with and gel with. Um, particularly, yeah, because when I did the acting course last year, I found it hard to like bond with certain teachers because I mm-hmm. just didn't really like gel with them. Not It's not necessarily, it didn't mean that I didn't like them. I just didn't like their style of teaching. Yeah. So finding like Kirsty, for example, who I really gelled and meshed with mm-hmm. um, in her like ways of teaching. Yeah. I'm kind of like, great, she's got this class on Thursday night I'm going to. Because I know I'm going to get something out of it every week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No. Sure you network. That's, that's really important, I yeah. think. I was going to say something else. Um, oh, I would also say if you are doing musical theatre or dance or anything like that, audition for everything. Even if you don't think you're right for it, audition for everything because they send you material they send you a dance to learn they send you like songs you have to like find new songs from your repertoire and work on different things for different auditions every single time and it just like strengthens that muscle and i would say just like if you can at the same time though like don't go for something that's like a 50 year old woman no no some because some casting directors are like why the fuck did this girl no 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 but like if it comes like musical for example and it's like go f- like for an ensemble yeah, or whatever yeah. just go for everything yeah. yeah that would be my advice like that you're correct for yes. you know what i mean yeah. that you could be correct for even if you don't think you're right like example i don't have the best ballet technique in the world even though i've done ballet for so long i still auditioned for phantom of the opera and american in paris and ballet shows because i was like well 
this is good for me. Mm-hmm. I need to like step it up. If I really am serious about working, I need these casting directors to see me mm-hmm. and see that I'm putting in the effort mm-hmm. and see that I'm trying because they remember that stuff. Yeah. Casting directors remember you. They remember your work. They remember your tapes and just like putting effort into self tapes that you do and auditions that you go to for these like people to see you gives them a really good impression of you. And so you never know what's going to come in a year, in a year's time that you're perfect for. And they remember you from a year, two years ago when you first auditioned for them. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, look how much they've grown. Like that stuff. I really believe in that. Mm -hmm. So just get yourself in front of everyone is my advice. Woohoo. That was kind of like a long ended question. Yeah. Topic, but hopefully we answered your question. Yes. Um, next question. Do you want to get one up? Yep. Okay. Um, I really like this one and I think we can speak on it for a while. Any advice for girls who struggle to make friends with other girls? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I, I kind of really feel this because, um, apart from you and Broad, Mm -hmm. who are like my ride or die best friends, um, Every, like, most of my other best friends are guys. Um, And that's just kind of always been a thing. Granted, most of them are gay men, but, like... We love the gays here. Yeah. I'm an ally. (laughs) Ally! Sorry. sorry. (laughs) Um, But I'm... And I have two brothers, and I've always been surrounded by, like, a lot of men in my life. Um, But... Like, female, there's nothing like female friendships. I'm just gonna say that there's like absolutely nothing like female friendships. And if you struggle to make friends with other girls, just like I would just like take a look at what your priorities have been in the past. Like, have you always romanticized having a boyfriend? Have you always romanticized being? like the cool girl who has all the boy friends and Mm. like that kind of trope like because when you're young it's very easily like you're very easily impressionable and so like lots of media where like the main chick is like cool and Mm. like friends with all the boys and stuff is something that people look up to yeah because that male attention is something people look up to and like that's all well and good, but if you really do want female friends, they're not like hard to find. You just have to. It's just it's just like seeking, I guess, like a romantic or intimate relationship with a guy. Like for example, for me, right? Yeah. You kind of go like, I don't want to like put it onto like a different topic, but like, hang on, I've got to like word this correctly. If when you go out seeking like an intimate partner or whatever, you get what you attract, mm. um, or like. I'm seeking a committed relationship with a guy. Seek that in your friends as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because um, when I was in full-time, my priority was socialising on weekends. So I think I... And not to say that they were, like, toxic friends or anything like that. Anything like that. But, like, I went out with people that liked to socialise. Yeah. Right? And then my priorities changed in my second year. I would also say 
like why do you think that you're struggling with making female friends like what is it about you that you think other females don't like or get you know what I mean and and it's like hard to like admit your flaws yes yes but also like it might just be like insecurity Mm -hmm. it might it might just be like an insecurity thing in which case other women are the people that you need to go to to help you with that insecurity if that makes sense um and I growing up had a lot of older women to look up to like I was in like senior jazz when I shouldn't have been at my old dance school and so all of my friends have always been like kind of older than me um and like have taught me these things and like to I don't know be proud of myself and be proud of my body and who I am and like fucking live life and blah 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 um so I've been very lucky in that way um that I've had older women to look up to but I would also suggest that like friends that are slightly older than you to kind of teach you yeah because like for example Danny Martin's friend of pod yeah she's about three years older than me yeah three yeah and like she changed my perspective on so many things. Yeah. And it was just as and it was just like obviously we did full time together and whatnot, but like we weren't like that f- close. And then we literally bumped into each other at like a birthday in twenty twenty one at the start of the year. And like ever since then we've been like super close. And like having that older kind of like woman figure, mm. so it's like my mum, like she put everything little things that like happened in my life into like perspective like she was I was at her house when like a guy messaged me was like I can't do this anymore and like she had to help me through that yeah I feel like yeah I really agree with having like people who are slightly older than you yeah um to like have a friendship with them because yeah like the advice and like how much I look up to her Mm. it's yeah a lot of like the decisions I make now I go oh well like what would Danny do you know Mm. what I mean yeah so yeah Thank you, Danny. But yeah, I agree with the whole husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And like, if you're not in, I don't know, like, what am I trying to say? Mm -hmm. These people can also be anywhere and in places that you don't expect. Like my Pilates teacher, Talia, became one of those figures for me. I literally love Talia so much. Like, she's awesome. And she like, was my teacher when I did Pilates teacher training and we became like quite close then because she's an ex-dancer and stuff and more of that mental kind of thing or I also have that with Jodie as well I'm like constantly surrounded by these older women that are kind of like older sister figures for me and you know you can find them anywhere like it might be someone at your work it might be someone at a Pilates class, for example, like it could be anywhere. And, and at the same time, you've got to put the, you've got to put like the effort in. Yeah. You know what I mean? To like yeah. get a friendship out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be like, why am I not attracting these people? You've got to like get out there. Yeah. And yeah, start like manifesting. But like you've really got to like work mm. hard for friendships. Yeah. Because otherwise... The same that you would with any other relationship. Relationship. Because, like, why would you bother with someone who's not there? You yeah. Know, who's not supportive, who isn't there. Exactly. You know, at 2 a.m. in the morning when you're crying or whatever. You know mm. what I mean? You've really got to put the effort in. That's yep. a big thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you're just going to attract girls who just 
want to get drunk with you every weekend. Yeah. And just there to party with. Mm. That's all well and good, but it's only going to last so long. Yeah. 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 Hope, anyway. hope you're okay, whoever, <laughs> yeah. whoever asked that. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. Biggest regrets about things you didn't or haven't done? <laughs> well, okay, I think about this a lot. Uh, do you have regrets? I sometimes do, but then I, I think I do too. And I think that people who are like, I have no regrets, wait, wait, wait. No regrets. You should never have regrets. I think you're lying. Yeah. Like, yes, I have regrets, but I also go, well, I was really fucking young in that situation. Exactly. What was I meant to do? Exactly. Like, so, when we're like, oh, yes, but we've learned from this. We yeah. wouldn't be who we are without these things that we wish we didn't do. Yeah. I don't like people that are like, no regrets, man. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Like, shut up. Of course you have regrets. Like, I sometimes regret not going to regular school for the rest of my schooling. Like, it, okay. it, it does cross my mind a lot, but only, like, the social aspect of it. Sure. <laughs> okay. Like, literally, like, you know, my friends, like, you know, they do, they had, like, Deb. They had year 11 form or year 12 form. Or, like, yeah. in year 9, they went to China for six weeks. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. And I kind of go, like shit like when I was back at junior school like I would like live for those moments and then I didn't get to mm. um that's really tricky and you left school normal school before me yeah I think it made a huge difference having year nine yes that's like normal that school where... the naughty year yes <laughs> but like yeah it's like the fake grown-up year yeah that you think you're right so like Grown. I mean, you're nine now, like vibe. Yes, yes. But everyone's kind of just like fucking rowdy. Yeah, like everyone's rowdy. Ugh, hormones. Yeah. Hormones. Yeah. Um, that's something I sometimes do regret. Then I go like, well, then I wouldn't have like met Ali. I wouldn't have. True. Met, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have met people that I'm like really close with now. Mm. Um. Yeah, it's actually crazy to think, like, if I didn't go to, like, if I just stayed at the school that I was at. And then went to PSA? Yeah, because it was, like, literally, like, one person that went to PSA for, like, a short bit at the school that I went to. Yeah. She just, like, mentioned it. Yeah. And this was after, like, kind of, like, came to terms with the fact that I wasn't going to have an LA career. Um, And she, like, mentioned PSA. And I was, like, oh, okay, like, ready to it. And I was, like, so intimidated. But I was, like, YOLO, let's do it. Yeah, that was, like, me. But, like, it's fucked that, like, if she hadn't have, like, put PSA in, like... Yeah. I just would never have gone there. Mm. Weird. Weird. That was for a reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, but then I like, I, yeah, I like look at my friendships now and I'm like, oh, this is so worth it. Mm. Like, cause some people I would just go with find quite interesting. But anyway. So true. I, I don't know where I would have fit yeah, in right? any of the friendship groups at my old school though. Yeah. Like I would have just been such a loner. And I think I would have been, been, been so weird. I think I would have been like such a different person at the school that I was at. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have, like, evolved at all. No, I would have had a huge ego. Oh, really? Huge. And I was already, like, the only year nine in the musical Mm. when, like, the musical's, like, year nine to 12. I was the only year nine girl in the musical. And I was, like, everyone was, like, Ali's the dancer. Like, Ali, Mm. you know? Yeah, I was just, like, really insecure. The the minute I went into year seven, it was, like, went from, like, 50 kids to, like, 130 kids. Sure. And, like, I really lost myself. Like, I was so, like... I remember, like, I literally dropped out of the musical. I, like, we mentioned Beauty and the Beast or something. I was like, fuck oh, this. Oh, I did Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, like, like we, were literally, we did, like, the first person. I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Like, fuck that. Oh. Like, I didn't do, like, I did, like, the yeah. dance um, shows and stuff like that. But, yeah, like, I really lost myself. I, because I, 
was pretty high achiever back in the day. <laughs> but, but I was. Like, I was, like, really good like, at so mm. many different things. Then, like, yeah, I went into senior school and I was like, what the fuck? I'm not the best. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I really worry, like, about my mental health if I was still at that school that I was yeah. at. Anyway. Um, but on the regrets question, yeah, yeah. that was the... What was what was the question? It was just like, it was just like <laughs> do you have any regrets like of things like you haven't done? Also traveling. Things that I haven't done. Yeah. Traveling. Yeah. yeah. Um I've got lots of things that I haven't done yet. Um so many. Yeah. But like um because of COVID. Yes. A lot of things. Um but yeah, it's mainly just like traveling. Yeah. Um, which I will do, but we're still fucking 21, but like, yeah, it's really like annoying to see people overseas yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I wish I could be there and now I have work commitments and I like feel old and I can't do it. Only 21 though. I know, I know, I know, I know, but like I feel old and like I know, that's decrepit people... and like mature that I have like a job. Yeah, like, <laughs> like some people I know, like they've already been on like two big Euro trips and yeah. I'm like 21, like fuck. I'm like shit done and made those memories but like whatever. I know but also like part of me wonders what would happen if I went to AMDA so I got into this musical yeah, theatre school and I got like scam, scam. yeah but I got like a hefty scholarship mm-hmm. could have gone could have made it work vibe um but then COVID happened so like I'm happy I wasn't in New York for COVID but if i Studied in a, New York. There was tea about Amber on TikTok last year. Probably, yeah, it's like, like pretty yeah scammy. Yeah. But I also... But like, there was also um, stuff about like sexual harassment. Oh, sure. fuck. Yeah, yeah, and like they did nothing about it. There was like a certain teacher there that was like pretty bad. Well, yeah. Jason Derulo went there. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Um, or like pursued auditioning for schools in New York because that was like my dream. I wanted to go to Tish so bad. And I was like... You would have to have done the... Um... Yeah. I was going to. The SATs and then I missed it. And I was so upset in year 12 because I was just worried about BCA. But I kind of always think about like, oh my God, what if I studied in New York? What my life would be like? But I'd probably be poor. <laughs> College of this? Crazy. Yeah. She yeah. learns everything. Like, yeah. Wild. Wild, yeah. But yeah, so that's the only thing. Just like traveling. No major other regrets, I don't think. I don't know. Um, Maybe, like, not telling people that I like them. I don't know. It's pretty lame, though. Yeah, it is a bit lame. Pretty lame, and no, I got over it. But, but now like, I feel like... I'm, like, pretty chill. Like, yeah. Like, like, if I like someone, I'm just, like, let them know now. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm better now at it. So I guess you learn from that experience yeah. of, like... Yeah. I don't know. Traveling? Yeah, traveling's just the main one for me. Yeah. This is hard, because, like, yeah, we're glued down for, like, two, three years in full-time. Like, can't go anywhere, really. No. Um, but that's the sacrifices you make for the yeah. career choices that you want to have. Exactly. There are sacrifices for other careers too, like working a nine-to-five. Gross. Yeah. I just... My that could never be me. It, it could never be me. He's doing it right now. And like sometimes he has to work on a fucking Saturday morning and I'm like... Yuck! <laughs> but they get very good work perks. Like True. the dinners that they pay for, like oh. the fucking shit that they pay. I'm like, you've got too much money. Anyway. Yeah, All right, it's not worth it. Though. Not worth it. Okay, next question, and this is a polarizing one. Can you be friends with an ex? Okay, so let's discuss. 
if you were friends beforehand and you grew up with them and it mm-hmm. turned into an intimate relationship, I think so. I agree. Yeah. But if you were not friends with them and they were just pursuing you because mm-hmm. they thought you are hot and turned into a relationship, fuck that. I agree. Maybe we... I thought we were going to have different opinions on this, no, but I, that is exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. If your relationship uh, beforehand was that you were friends or like childhood friends or like, I don't know, it was, yeah, it was just like a friendship beforehand, yeah. like a significant friendship to you. Absolutely. I think you can be friends with them afterwards yes. because you know what that relationship is like with them to just be friends. You yeah. know what that boundary is like. Um, I do still think you need like time to get over it, but I think that absolutely that can be a thing. But, um, if you weren't friends beforehand, what are you trying to salvage? And people who are like, I want to still be friends, but like, what friendship are you trying to salvage? Well, it was like this one guy with me and he goes like, when he was a fucking coward and had to send me a message and I was like, you better call me. Like, this is Mm. disgusting. Anyway, he goes, I hope that we can still really be friends after this. And I go, what do you mean? What do you mean? I said there wasn't anything. And he goes, oh, well, I'm just saying it so you don't slag me off and I don't (gasps) slag you off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So, that's, so, that's so you're trying fine. to save your ass here. You're trying to save your ass here. That's pathetic. Meanwhile, bro. I told half of Melbourne what he did. Um, but yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> babe, like, yeah, babe, what friendship? Yeah, and like, the whole that's thing not is, what friends do. That's not, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it was just to save his own ass because mm. he knew that I knew people and yeah, yeah, how pathetic. Um, yeah, very pathetic. So I was like, oh, babe, like, mm. you're just here to just save your own ego, please. Please. Please, you shouldn't have acted that way. No. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, so that's how I feel about things. Yeah. People are like, oh, but we were like best friends. Yeah, but they've just done a really shitty thing to you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. why do you think, like, and that just would, screams would to me, and that just screams to me, you need to go, you need to go, like, seek help. Well, because true. I also go like, what underlying issues do you have? Do you have true. an attachment? Probably an act- bond, anxious attachment, so. uh, like a trauma kind of thing. Mm. Like, what is going on there that you feel the need that you need to salvage this? Yeah, mm. yeah. Or people that have been dating for like a month that say that they're best friends, or they say like, "I love you." Oh, <laughs> sorry. I if you if you're spending, I just yeah if. <laughs> If you yeah. get a boyfriend and you tell me in a month's time that he's your best friend, I'm going to be like, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> no, he's not. I've no, he's that. not. I hear that as well. And I also go, no, he's not. I am. Because <laughs> I also go like, that's alarming to me. Because yeah. Because how are you going to... Um, well, how did you... That's disrespectful to me. Yeah. And, and all the time that we spend together. Yeah, and it's also like, how are you going to detach yourself if you break up? Yeah. Because not Because now you burn this bridge. You're you're burning this bridge, babe. <laughs> yeah. With me. Yeah. It's just a slap that. in the face to everyone else. Yeah. Like, ah. Oh. Uh. Like, keep... Like, <laughs> it's... Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It's something really icky about that. Yeah, Like, sure, like, be, like, oh, he's my best friend. Like, ew. Ew. Like, no, he's just your boyfriend, okay? He's just like, you don't even make this, like, you're so... Like, we get it, you're close. Yeah. Like, you're intimate with them. Of course, like, you're close to them. such a pun of it. But, yeah, like, like, I'm your best friend. They yeah. can be different things. Yeah, it's different things. Like, you're not going to go and... Yeah, no. I I d- yeah, I don't know. There's something weird about that. Because I also go, yeah, what happens if it yeah. turns sour? How, mean, how are you going to cope with that? Yeah. I really worry about people that say stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, or people that, like, stuff. Like start dating after like three to four weeks. <laughs> oh, that's controversial. 
I'm just going to say it. I think it's like what, how you haven't had time to like build your relationship with one another. No. Like you're just, but it could be like passionate. I don't know. I don't know. No, but you know what's no, this is just when people like jump from relationship to relationship. Oh God. No. And that's not even me like aiming that at anyone. Like in general, I can't relate to that. No, but I need like, I'm going to need a good two months. I need time. Girl. Two to three months. Be yeah. like, yes, we're hanging out, but like, just give me two to three months to make sure you're not a fucking weirdo. Okay. Yeah. To, yeah. Because like you hear about people that like start dating after a couple weeks, like officially. And you're like, you don't know really much about them unless there was a friendship there before that. True. Like, Which you like, you'd hope. Okay. Next question. Um, why do you think so many girls seem to be attracted to blatant red flags in men? Um, because they give you what you want when you need it. Just period. Whoa. Because I know full well that there are guys, oh, immediate red flags. And I go, well, you know what? They're the only ones that are willing to. True. Right now. So. True. Yeah. Um, It kind of is that instant gratification thing. Yeah. That's as simple as it is for me. Wow. And then yeah. I tell myself only once and once only and it turns into a whole mm. situationship. Mm. And I'm like, oh, what have I gotten myself into here? Yeah. yeah. That's... But that's why I do it. Wow. Self-respect. No, I'm getting better now. I, um, mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that answered that quickly. Shit. Yeah, shit. I've got nothing more to say. I. Yeah. It's... Yeah. <laughs> okay it's just kind of the chase it's kind of fun it's like a game anyway alrighty um firstly big fan of the podcast thank you thank you how do you <laughs> thank you what? how do you guys personally deal with insecurity and feeling the need to compare yourself and your life to other people hmm. okay okay let's chat about it back when I was in academy like yeah, so year nine, twelve. That's all I do. Fucking compare myself, and like that was like probably one of the reasons why my mental health is so poor. Literally, because I compared myself to others in a way that I was like, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't know what clicked in me. Maybe found a new set of confidence. Yeah. But the minute you stop, and it sounds so, it's so much harder. It's yeah. so much easier said than done. The minute I stopped comparing myself. Instant happiness, instant joy in any class that I attended, at dancing. Um, yeah. I don't know how I got over it though. I'm just trying to think like how I dealt with it. Yeah. I think I just was just like, well, this is me. I've got a lot of qualities about myself that others don't have, which is not a toxic thing. Um, but I was like, so I'm going to use this to my advantage. And that's when people started seeing, like, the joy in me when I was dancing. Mm. And people can notice that. Like, true. People can tell when it's you're either true. dancing for, like, instant gratification from others mm. or you're dancing because you fucking love it and yeah. you want to spread that joy. It sounds really cliche and really wanky, but, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think, like, also leaving full-time instantly, I really stopped comparing myself I think mm. it was just being in that environment every day where I was just like, I've got to be better than this person. I've got to be better than that person. Why did this person get this? Why? The minute like, that pressure lifted off, 
chilling. I was yeah. chilling. I'm yeah. chilled out. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you hear people, oh, this person got an audition time. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking annoying, but whatever. Clearly whatever. it's happened for a reason and my mm. journey's not happening right now. So it might be happening in a couple of years, might happen in five years. Like, mm. yeah, that's kind of good. another thing off that topic. But yeah, that's how uh, mm. yeah. I mean, I still struggle with it all the time, like comparing my life to other people's lives. We were talking about it before with everyone in Europe. Like, it's made me so upset seeing people like live their best life and I'm here fucking. And I am doing amazing things, but I'm like, I also want to live my 20s how I want. And that's really, that's, yeah, that gets to me all the time. And I will be in like, for example, I don't know, I'll be in the middle of Australia somewhere. Beautiful location in the middle of Australia. Super grateful to be there. Super grateful to be doing what I'm doing. But then after the show, I'll be on this huge high and I'll go through my phone and I'll see everyone is out on a Saturday night together and I'll get videos from my friends and they're all out and they're all together and they're all having a great time without me. And that feels shit. That feels so shit. And like, it also has like made me isolate myself from people that were like friends but not super close friends so I have like a really small friendship group now because they're the people that I can talk to about these things without them judging me and being like oh but you should be grateful and like yes I know that and my best friends know that but they're gonna listen to me and hear me out and like let me rant about these things that I'm upset about if I was in the position that you were in and missing every fucking weekend yeah and like trying to um schedule like a night out and like we can't because mm. you're away for like every single weekend for yeah. like three months like yeah of course you're going to complain of course you're mm. going to be upset about it like yeah i would be as well yeah. yeah 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 and so like having people that understand where you're coming from and that you can talk to about this is like super like it helps so much but also like deleting the apps on your phone that you find yourself addicted to i delete instagram off my phone all the time i didn't have tiktok for ages because i was like i know i'm just gonna be addicted to it and i know that it's gonna be bad for me um but i have it now and but long. like we but we find the funny things in tiktok you yeah know what i mean i'm not necessarily on there to be like this person that look at their life because i also i also got the same time like Social media, social media, it's fake. It's fake. It's so fake. I feel like I'll, myself all the time. I'll be like lying in bed crying and I'll be posting this like photo dump of everything that's like been going on in my life and everyone's like, wow, like it's so awesome, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like crying <laughs> and I'm like, this shit is so fake, bro. Yeah. It's like, like fuck. I just find funny shit on TikTok. So that's how like yeah. I'm on the good side of TikTok yeah. where it's like fucking Matthew Morrison breaking it down in hip hop secrets. Yeah. Like that's funny to me. Like yeah. I don't. Um, go on there to seek yeah but like if it's your um phone that's the issue and like the constant scrolling and being like why don't i look like this why is my life not like this delete the apps like go and buy a book go and read it in the park with like your favorite drink could be a matcha latte could be a hot chocolate for you whole and like romanticize your life away from having to post a photo about it on social media romanticize your life for yourself that really helps me um yeah like if i find myself getting into a headspace of i've 
I'm just so consumed by this world that's really fake on my phone. I'll do my favorite things and have a day that's just all of my favorite things. And I know I'm in a very fortunate position where I can do that and I have days off where I can do that. But I, I do it all for myself, like away from my phone. And my screen time that day will be like zero minutes because I've just been like, nope, I'm putting it down. I'm going cold turkey. I hate that saying, but I'm going and just putting it away. Also what helps is to change your phone to grayscale. You can change your phone to black and white. There's like this hack on your phone and you like press a button like three times or something. You do something and your whole phone like goes into black and white. And so when you're scrolling, it looks really boring because everything's in black and white. And so you're like, I don't want to look at this anymore. Everything's boring. And then you just don't use it. That's really smart. So hacks. Tricks of the trade. The fucking trade. Um, Yeah, I hope that helped. I mean, like, yeah, I've just gotten to a point in my life where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Mm. I don't care. Like, I just don't give a fuck about, like, yes, I give a shit about people, but I don't give a fuck about if this person's doing this or that. Like, yeah, good for you. Let's celebrate it. But I'm not going to be like, but I want that. Mm. Like, I'm just like, great. That's their journey. Yeah. Cool. Good for them. That's their journey and this is mine. That's That's, great. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. Next question. <laughs> um, what are some things that men have done for you that have positively impacted your life, whether it be temporary or ongoing? Okay. I'm sorry I sighed so loudly at that. <laughs> no, because men, we love the gays, first off. We've had a lot oh, true, of gay true, men true, true. Lives, sort of. Oh my God, that have saved me. Um, but I find it very interesting that in an anonymous question box, this was a question that was asked. Because, like, yes, we do talk about men on this podcast. My experiences. That we've had bad experiences with, right? And we've had a lot of bad experiences. But, like, men get everything. (laughs) They don't have to walk around every day, like, fearing being harassed. Yes. Like... There's just, like, specific privileges that come with being male, being a cisgendered male, that other people, like cisgendered females, trans people, people that are non-binary, don't have, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and we're allowed to talk about the shit things that they do with that privilege position without having to be like, but it's not all men. Yeah. You know, of course it's not fucking all men. Like, get your ego out of the way. And, like, I'm sorry, (laughs) but it is. Like, the male ego is so fragile. And, like, that's not for us to nurture. That's for a therapist to nurture. So if this question was asked from a place of you need your ego stroked, like, sorry. Sorry. But it might not have. But in saying that, it might not have. So that was my initial reaction. And then Holly was like, but all of the gay men in my life, I will talk until the cats come home. But also, like, for example, like my grandpa, I don't call my grandpa grandpa, I call him Donnie. Donnie! He doesn't like being called grandpa, at least well. Yeah. He's like probably like the most influential straight cis male in my life. Well, yeah. Uh, Like, hands down, absolutely. Yes. The um, 
I think it just comes down to the fact of, like, his career that he had. It's kind of, like, kind of the path I want to go down slightly. Um, and I'm able to resonate with that and he's able to mentor me and, like, connect me with certain people. So, like, I, like, he's a good god to me. He's a god to you. Mm. Love you, Donnie. He won't be listening, but it's like... Yeah. But I was trying to explain to he used to work in, like, um, radio. When I told him about, like, podcasts, he was like, what is that? Oh. And I was like, kind of, It's like the modern version of what it's you used like, to do. Yeah. And he's like, great. Oh. He's like, keep doing it. I'm like, bless. Thank bless. You. Thank bless. He gets anyway, it. That's, yeah, like people like that who positively, yeah, like, I don't know what, he, what I'm going to do when he is gone. Yeah. It makes me look emotional because, yeah, no, he, oh, like probably the, yeah, the most influential man in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely have influential men in my life. Like I looked up to my brother so much. A lot of my like personality when I was growing up came from my brother. A lot of my music taste, what I thought was cool and what I didn't think was cool, what I thought was right and not like the overachievingness came from my older brother. Like I thought he was the fucking coolest person ever. Oh yeah, like my brother loves his fashion sense. He wears the coolest fucking shit. Yeah. Like, like educated me on like cool brands and like tacky as fuck brands yeah like, yeah you know I mean? yeah like, I, like, I a lot of our taste has come from having older male when, influences like um my brother's kind of been an entrepreneur when he was <laughs> sorry time when he was younger back at um high school he bought a bunch of fake nike bucket hats no. on like aliexpress or whatever and like sold them for like 25 dollars each because bucket hats were yeah things. i'm gonna buy fake ones and obviously everyone knew that i was like nike were gonna like pull a lawsuit on him to <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. but like that's kind of why i'm going down like he would like sell resell like all these different types of like, cool sneakers so like, every sneaker i buy i'm in all of them but like cool ones i want to invest in mm. i'm like always send them to him like do i get these sneakers he's like absolutely not he's like yeah. they don't have a good resale value no. <laughs> he's like they don't he's like also like two people have got them yeah like again like he's so influential in yeah. fashion sense yeah like everything yeah. like that yeah yeah, yeah. so he's positive. yeah he's so we do life. have positive of like a lot of our personality comes from these like yeah older male influences but like i'm sorry that we don't talk about it like yeah. i don't know come to the pod let's have a chat about it no but like at the same time like you know we had um hamilton tom on the pod like yeah this a lot of my friends are male like i was saying before and i fucking love them like yeah. i loved everything like they have to say during the podcast. Yeah. I was like, fuck yes. Yes. Fuck yes. Yeah. Yeah. So good on them. If we were that man hatery, we wouldn't have had them on. We would have exactly. been like, fuck you. We would have been like, we're not, we don't even want to listen to what you want to say. Yeah. So the fact that someone that. has to ask that just kind of, I don't know. It just made me feel a bit like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it, could, it could have come from a nice place. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just around a lot of men that I don't love, but... Yeah, but it's that's okay. easy. You just you just get rid of them. That's not story. Colleagues, colleagues, babe. Uh, yes, You've got to yes, separate yes. them in your mind. Thank you, Nikki, um, my therapist. Okay. Oh, should we talk about this one? Okay. Yeah. Should um, this be? Oh, uh, we'll do two more. Okay. Hey, gals, need some advice. Really struggling with an experience I had where I feel like I was sexually assaulted. Okay slash manipulated into having sex with him and i feel like because i followed through with it begrudgingly mm-hmm. i'm not valid in like how i'm feeling and it's okay. still really affecting me months later okay i agree with all of this because a lot of people that i have slept with i've just done it to shut them up yeah because 
at the end of the day, the reason why I'm going over to their house is because they want sex. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because it's like I necessarily I haven't necessarily said no. Like yeah. I haven't been like no, I'm not mm. sleeping with you. Yeah. But I have to because I can't be bothered dealing with your reaction yeah. or you just completely not leaving me alone and just mm. keep touching me or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like whatever and mm-hmm. it's kind of affected me months later because i'm like i don't want to you know pick everything that went wrong in that situation like i'm not like that like oh well he did this like that's assault like he did this that's assault like i'm not that type of person but yeah looking back on a lot of experiences i'm like mm. fuck i wish i had said no because i really didn't want to have sex yeah because quite frankly it's gonna be a little bit visual here a lot of the time when i just begrudgingly do it I'm so not turned on and it's probably the worst, most painful sex I have in my entire life. Yeah. Um, so I completely understand where you're coming from. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you haven't necessarily said yes or no. It's mm. just been like, okay, I'll just do it to shut you up. Yeah. And you're completely valid in feeling as if it was a situation of assault. Yeah. Like a lot of experiences that I've had, I look back and I'm like, that wasn't consented to yeah i don't remember consenting to it no one asked me if i was having a good time no one asked me if it was what i liked or if i was comfortable and they would just do things and i just wouldn't say yes or no because i didn't have the language to i didn't think that i could um which sucks to realize but a lot of us have gone through it and i feel like there's comfort in that, in that you have people to, like, talk to about it because so many people have had that experience. We both have. Yes. Um, but you shouldn't feel like that's not valid. Mm-hmm. That's, like, what's really upset me about that question and that person feeling like what they're feeling now is not valid because they went through with it. Yeah, and because, like, you're looking... And it doesn't matter when it happened, whether it was a year ago, 10 seconds ago or whatever, yeah. like, it should be valid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like any situation you've been in, it's always valid. It doesn't matter when it was, mm. you know. Um, yeah. And just because in that moment it didn't, it didn't affect you, doesn't mean it won't affect you months later. Like yeah. You're, you're allowed to be affected when it's exactly. affected. And your body will always remember. So the next time that you do have a sexual experience, your body's going to remember what the last one was like and how uncomfortable you felt. Yeah. And then that can, like that, that is the worst feeling in the world. So, like, don't rush into anything with anyone that you're not comfortable with. That's what I would say. I would say make sure that you're super comfortable before you do anything. If you have sex, like, I don't know, in the near future. Um, like, yeah, that kind of thing. Because your body's going to remember that it's, it wasn't didn't feel safe yes and so you'll get back into a situation where someone's on top of you mm-hmm. and you're gonna be like i'm not safe i'm not safe i'm not safe yes and you freak out so just like yeah and if it's someone that you feel like you can have a conversation with about it i would encourage that yeah um there's yeah there's nothing wrong with being like don't touch me there you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, this is moving too fast for me. Can we just slow it back down? Yes. And if they can't respect that, 
And then, then you should they should not be entering your body at all in any way. Get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Call yourself an Uber and yeah. boot scoot, baby. Boot scoot. Yeah. yeah. Hope you're okay. Sending you so much love. That really sucks. I'm really sorry to hear that. Okay. Changing the tone a little bit. I like this question. Can I still be a hot girl and be poor? If so, what are your tips for the hot girl lifestyle on a budget, Illy? Too, but <laughs> just you are, but it's okay. Love you too. Um, so hot girl, I think, also comes down to, and um, this is very materialistic, but I find like clothes make me feel like a hot girl. Okay, so I'm a bit, a, a bit like a different. This is like I've got different, okay, different things yeah. of being a hot girl. One of them is clothes, for yeah. example. Go to Zara. Zara is cheap. You can get yeah. some good dupes from there. Let me tell you. Go to Savers, babe. There are... Oh, my God. I found these... Um, what are they called? Cargo pants. From the Sacred Heart yes. shop yeah. on Chapel Street. They were five bucks. And they look exactly like the Lioness ones. Yeah. Exactly the same. I also really strongly... Um, Suggest having a capsule wardrobe. Yes. I'm a big believer in it. Thank you, Matilda Jeff. So what I've... I bet don't have a lot of my wardrobe these days. I But I've got all the basic tanks that you need. I've got like three different blazers. Very... And I have a very... Besides this. I have a very neutral toned wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Besides a few couple of pieces. For example, like this Garni knit that I'm wearing at the moment. I know I can wear that with a mini skirt. I know I can wear that with a white pair of pants, a black pair of pants, a black skirt, white skirt, anything. Jeans. You know what I mean? Yes, jeans. Um, I find that, yeah, hot girl aesthetic doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a million clothes in your wardrobe as well. Yes. Like, pick out some pieces that you know you can invest in mm-hmm. and um, you'll be able to wear. So, I yeah, that's why I tend to stick to neutral tones. Or I pick a piece that's, like, extremely colourful, but I know I can match with my other neutral yeah. tones. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. um, and I would also suggest going into store and finding cuts of tops and pants that suit your body best yes. because then you will feel so hot. Like this right now, I'm wearing a basic black top, but it's got like a high neck and it like cuts into the shoulders. Mm-hmm. It like is a very flattering cut on me. I have it in three colors. Yeah. You know, like find, but it's not like. A trendy cut but it's one that like suits me and then I go out in the world and I've got this confidence because of what I'm wearing suits my body so well and everyone is like that's a hot girl mm-hmm. because she's confident yeah or like for example low-waisted jeans are like a massive thing massive trend yeah and I really wanted to jump on that bandwagon but I was like I'm not confident enough in my body went down okay this is very expensive because I know we're talking about like hot girl on a budget but like for example like went down to Dion Lee tried on like three different pairs and they've got beautifully cut pants if you ever want to like invest in a really in an expensive pair of pants do it at Dion Lee because mm-hmm. the way that they like cut their things like their low-waisted things like I tried a, like a pair of like what, low-waist jeans the most flattering fucking jeans I ever like put on my body and I was like I never thought I would be able to like wear those mm. and I'm kind of like well now I know that they are flattering on me maybe I should invest in these yeah. because I will wear them all the time yeah so I would suggest saving your money from buying online from places like 
Princess Polly, Verge Girl, I don't know, fast fashion places, even if you're buying from Shein. I don't know. I don't know. All of these places are fast fashion places. I would suggest not to jump on micro trends and stuff from fast fashion places. Instead, save your money, invest in like good quality pieces that are classic mm-hmm. and that you can wear again and again and again and again in multiple different ways. Yes. Because at the end of the day, they're good quality clothes. Exactly. You know, like you might put your Princess Polly top in the wash and it might... Shrink or, shrink or the colour will go weird yeah. or... You know? It's just, yeah, it gets really thin or whatever. Yeah. Like invest, invest in yourself because yeah. it's going to pay off in yeah. the end, you know. Yeah. Also, what makes me feel like a hot girl is skincare. Yes. Invest in skincare over investing in makeup is my like advice at the moment but also in saying that you can get some fucking shit hot skincare at chemist warehouse cetaphil i swear by cetaphil they're CeraVe. CeraVe and cetaphil and they're la roche, roche, is, well. la roche is really good true la roche Posay, so good that's like a good brand in it, it europe is. yeah it's all like, the all the dermatologists recommend cetaphil yeah. CeraVe, and um, la roche Posay, and they're all at the chemist yes. you can get them anywhere they're super cheap but like Investing in your skincare, also drinking water, hot girls drink water. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's like, you know, a lot of the things I'm saying, like, quite materialistic. But, like, you know, when, like, this year after I'd left full time, like, obviously I'm chill as fuck, like, mm. whatever, I'm a bit, like, crazy. But, um, like, I'm, like, chilled out, you know what I mean? And, like, obviously people, like, notice that because they're going to be like, oh, like, you're just, like, so, like, confident and whatever. I'm, like, it's because, like, I'm happy within myself. Mm. When you are happy within yourself, it, like, yeah comes out, you know, and people yeah. notice that. Yeah. Trust me, they do. Because, yeah, like, yeah I've had quite a few people be like, how do you, what, what's happened? I'm, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just surround myself by good people. <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah. Invest in myself. And yeah. that, yeah. So that's also... If you don't want to spend money on skincare and clothes, True. just work on yourself. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. But. But that's one of our tips. There are tips. Yeah. I'm because also like I'm all for like yeah hot girl massages. Um, yes, I get my lashes done now. Hot girl. Yeah. I don't always have my nails done. It's just but like find the things that are you important like. to you and that you like, and do them. Yeah. And then you'll be a hot girl because you'll be so happy. Yes. I love being a hot girl. Period. Period. We did say, are there any more that you want to There's actually do? a really good one. Um, thoughts on guys wearing engagement rings with the woman. Oh. Saw Elvis and loved that he wore an engagement ring with Priscilla. So I love it. I don't have a problem with it. Why the fuck not? Like, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I think, I think Elvis is just like beautiful. He was a player, though. He did like, cheat on Priscilla numerous times, which I do not condone. I think Elvis is beautiful. I know, but... And I think just, Austin Butler is beautiful. I know, but Elvis. can we just, like, you know, acknowledge that he was playing around with Priscilla and that's not good. Yes, yes. I... Yes. Because no matter how beautiful and aesthetically pleasing someone is, like, their actions... Well, true. Actions like that I do not condone. True. So... Period. Yeah. I like men wearing engagement rings. But yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I like men wearing rings, period. I say. 
I think it's so I used hot. to be like, I used to be like, you know, like tattoos and like stuff like that. The minute like I see a hot guy tattoos on my knee. Yeah. <laughs> and rings. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't. Don't, don't do it. Don't. I mean, do it. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think my, I think my man's will wear an engagement ring. Maybe. What know. would they, what would they have though? Like, would it be a stone? Like, you know what I mean? I'd like designers some like cool, like yeah. fat ring and like the, cool, the stone yeah. was the inside. It wasn't necessarily. Like, what are, what are they called? No, they have a name. And it's like the, oh, that type of ring. Cigar or something? Cigar ring? That's so wrong. <laughs> that is so wrong. What the hell? I don't know. I'm going crazy. There's a type of ring. What am I talking about? What am I literally talking about? Wait. It is a cigar ring. <laughs> and it's like a fat ring. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. What is the purpose of a cigar ring? Holds the wrapper intact, protects the fingers from stain and scent of tobacco. Uh, so it actually has like a... Okay, so well, they call us, they're called a cigar ring, but they have a meaning. Anyway, a cigar ring like that, but it would like have a black or green stone. Yeah, something. like in it, like not yeah. popping out. No. Like, yeah, and it's hot. Oh, I love my movies, right? Hot. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Yeah, my thoughts are good for that one. <laughs> yeah, I have good thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um... Do we have any more? Oh, uh, the one about the pod. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> say something about this. Someone <laughs> asked, has the pod set out to achieve what you thought it would when you first conceptualized it? Okay, well, starters, this is our seventh episode. So, like, it's still a baby. She's still yeah, a baby. She's still growing. She's She's a toddler. <laughs> she's a toddler. She's a toddler. Yeah. Um, but, like... It's, it's made us, it's made me more confident in my opinions on things. I love that everyone listens to it and then talks to me about it. Yeah. Yeah. That. And like, um, that it's reaching people that it's helping. Love that. Sorry. I'm <laughs> so <laughs> my camera. I just saw the camera. Fuck. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I just said something really funny. Um, um, but yeah, like. I reckon it's... I have good feelings about this part. Um, I think she's a baby, but she'll, she'll, she'll do right. She'll do right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it has. Because it's just, like, been an outlet for us. Also something creative for us to do. Also something it's pretty that we can cool. invest time and energy into that could potentially be, like, a business opportunity it's for pretty, us. Like, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. It's pretty, pretty cool that we're like, yeah, we do our own podcast. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not that I, like, edit it. Like, Ali doesn't like, so I could not edit it to save my life. But yeah, I yeah. edit it, like, um, I don't know, yeah. like a two-year-old. <laughs> the software is not good, but, like, I still do it. Um, and I learnt new skills. <laughs> so, yeah, it has. Yeah. Period. That was kind of backhanded, that comment. Someone needs to learn how to use tone when they message people. Tone? Tone through a... Tone through a little message. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's it. 
Sorry. I have this sorry this this was the first one that someone asked me. And this is the Kumi vibes that we we're talking about. Are you talking to anyone? <laughs> Bro, why who asked me that? Yeah. Whoever why asked is me that your business. Whoever asked me that, um, do you wanna be talking to me? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Because if you do just, like just to me just just fucking send me a DM, like, babe. I'm single. Babe, I'm here. I'm, I'm single. single. I'm single. Um, but am I talking to anyone? It's none of your damn business. I'd probably tell a uh, no. I'll name everyone that I'm talking So I'm talking to... No. <laughs> I have like a hinge conversation here and there, but I just seems... I don't have the energy. I'm I, a busy girl. I only have the energy for people who I like, want to actually get to Exactly. Know. These days. And I'm a busy girl. I know. I've kind of just like slowed down a little bit. I'm like, who am I actually want to invest my time in actually get to know? <laughs> Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> and who I like actually want to get to know? Because, yeah. like, yeah. So, yeah. I'm talking to people that I want to invest my time in. Period. All right. Well, that was the question app. Um, that was really fun. There were so many more questions, so I'm so sorry that we didn't get to your questions, but... I didn't have that many other questions. No one fucking asked me questions. Also, like, why? Someone was meant to send me a nightmare fuel. <gasps> I have oh, it. You've got it. I do. <gasps> we, we have a bonus episode coming of this nightmare fuel. You guys are not fucking ready. Whoever okay. sent it, you're getting well, a bonus episode. It's, you're getting your own dedicated episode, friend of the pod. We're not going to say who it is. Just, just yet. Just yet. Just yet. Yeah. Um, but so that was that was the app. Um, yeah, I'm manic now because now we're gonna read this. If you want to, and if you want to keep sending in questions, we can maybe do like some. Oh, absolutely! Week. Like we could do like a little question. Thing oh my god! Yeah, and at the end of every episode, if we answer like a question or something. Yeah, exactly. So cute. Well, um, that was fun, and we will see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Peace out, motherfuckers. <gasps> oh, sorry. <laughs>